All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and of course, comment down below um, or upvote the video itself. I'm here with Tim Thomas. We're going to talk a little basketball. we got some stuff going on. Tim, I watched the Orlando tournament every second of every game, um, expecting... Honestly, something different than what I saw. I saw a very good player in Miles Burns. He's my favorite Ole Miss player that I've seen in 20 years. And um, Amari Abram has stepped up and become a scorer for this team. And what were your impressions from that tournament? Kind of like you. I was a little surprised, but so glad to see it. I knew they had potential. I, I keep an eye on the recruits and I keep an eye on the portal transfers and you like you said before you never know some of them are hits or misses and all those guys started from where they came from and a couple guys inside theo uh akube and uh, the other fellow in there that, that they all started i mean they were great players where they came from yas mambala from uh, buffalo uh akube he was from louisiana but those guys started and they averaged 10 or 12 points and 10 rebounds but like you said amari abram really came through realizing i guess they listened to us last week they uh saw that there was a there's a void there there was an issue with the uh, points offense and uh mar abram i think to everybody's surprise including kermit really stepped up the caldwell kid played well mckinnis played good inside i was really surprised the defense is always going to be there issue with morel uh i'm not sure i know he's not used to that kind of defense i know that he's gonna have to get used to it because he's going to have to score like we talked about. But overall, I think they were happy. There was a little spell, like you said, that just couldn't quite get enough points and and uh, just a lull there that that, that, was, that was the game. Yeah, and, and I like to say over and over to people is like whenever you watch a game and you're like, why did this happen? What reason this happened? Almost just lost a basketball game. It wasn't anything systemic that was going on. They just lost a basketball game against Oklahoma. Yeah, if Merle, Murray, I'm sorry, he'd have got his 20, we'd have won easily. But he was really defended. Oklahoma's known for their defense. Uh, the, the coach there is really known for it. And uh, he, he just couldn't quite get enough. I tell you, the two freshmen tried to pull it out by themselves. It was really – I was kind of worried, you know, Miles didn't play as well as he had been. Uh, Robert Allen inside didn't really juice the team up, and he didn't make things happen. Uh, it was a couple of things there that just couldn't make it. Morrell not hitting, it uh, it all kind of added up right there at the end. We just couldn't finish it up. Okay, and you're the perfect person for this, and I'm going to put you on the spot for a second, so I apologize for this. But I was trying to describe to people what I think Miles Burns is, and you know that I'm a Jason I'm, I'm a Jason Smith comparison guy with Miles Burns. And somebody got in my Twitter timeline the other week and compared him to Elston Turner. Now, that is before my time, but that is a comp- comparison that you would know all about if it's true. Is, yeah, what do you see there? Three years. He was an awesome defensive player. That's how he got to play pro. He went to Dallas Mavericks, and he's still actually coaching in NBA uh, all the way back from, I guess he graduated in 81. I graduated in 82. But he was a great uh, defensive player. That's why. That's the reason, like you said, that's the reason he got there. He could score. Uh, I said – plenty of picks for him to get him open. He's told me that a few times, and that's what I did for Carlos Clark and John Stroud. I played in that era there, 79 through 82, but uh, Elson was one of those defensive guys, 
kind of like Miles Burns that just made things happen, tipped the ball, made a steal at a proper time that really made a jam and really uh, sparked the crowd and, and juiced the team up. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, that's a little bit before my time, but even if you go back to the Jason Smith, I think a player like Jason Smith and Miles Burns, players like that's important for a basketball team because it controls the energy. So many things can happen. All of a sudden, momentum shifts. I'm sure Elston provided that back in your time. Jason Smith provided that back with Rob Evans, and now Miles Burns is kind of tasked with doing that now, right? Yeah, he, he needs to. That, that's that's what he's out there for. He's not a tremendous three-point shooter. I thought he might be a little better, but he hasn't so far. Maybe he will later on, but he hasn't really hit the three. They, they need more th- three-point shooters, as you saw uh, Caldwell and uh, Abram and then Morrell. Hopefully he'll come through. They, if they get three of them, have two of them out there at the one time, and then hopefully they'll get some work at the inside. McKinnis is decent inside, but he's not really offensive – proficient at this time. Uh, Kube plays pretty good. Uh, Robert Allen comes in and does his thing. Uh, Mabala, I think he's really going to come around. He was hurt all summer. Uh, a guy, I'll just bring this up, James White. No one has mentioned him. During the Bahamas uh, summer trip, he averaged 20 points a game during the three games. He's really struggled defensive-wise. That's why he's not playing. But he, he can really score, and I think they'll use him more in the future. Yeah, and before we move on, when I watched that Oklahoma Ole Miss game, both offenses, it was like going to the dentist playing against those defenses. It, 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 to me, that's the kind of basketball I enjoy watching. But, it, I mean, it was so hard for the offensive teams. Yeah, uh, I thought we had it there. As you, you said something about the other day, we were hit like five or something, with like a minute or so left, seemed like. And then all of a sudden, we just couldn't score, couldn't score. Morrell, just just be truthful, he missed like three shots that he normally hits. If he'd have hit the, those shots, we'd have won, no doubt. It was that was that close the game, but he didn't. But hopefully, he learned something, and hopefully, the other guys will come around in our offense and we'll keep getting better. But I, I, as long as we got that defense, as I keep talking about, we're going to be in every game. Yeah. And if Ole Miss had beaten Oklahoma, they would have probably been ranked on Tuesday. Joe Lenardi's Bracketology, Ole Miss is in it. Now, granted, it's a November Bracketology, so it's about as far from meaningful as it can get at this point, but it's still pretty cool to be mentioned at this point of the season, don't you think, Tom? Yeah, he uh, Joe has been known for doing this years and years and years. I think it's pretty much all he does for ESPN now. And he starts this, like you said, first of the year, even does it during the summer. So it's hard to know, but it's good to know because I don't believe Ole Miss is, you know, since uh, Kermit's first year, Ole Miss has not been in this bracketology, even as uh, the last or the last one in, the last one out. He, they're now the first one, uh, the last uh, first ones in. I think them in uh, North Carolina, right there, North Carolina State, are right there together. Uh, actually, that's who Jarkel Joyner plays for now, North Carolina State. But he, it, uh, it's cool to talk about. Like you said, it's a long way to go, but it's it's, it's kind of a goal incentive. For the kids to see that and say, "Hey, hey, they somebody's looking at us. Someone's paying attention to us," and, and uh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I do as well. Now, this basketball team has been pretty good this season, and this is without their best player. Deshaun Ruffin is their best player, and they're kind of easing him along slowly. And the fact that they are playing so well means they can ease him along a little slower than before. But 
We got about three weeks, four weeks until SEC play. When this airs, it'll be four weeks exactly until Ole Miss versus Tennessee. So at what point do you think they're going to bring Ruffin back? What can we expect over the next couple of weeks? According to Kermit on the Rebel Yale hotline, uh, I think I believe it was Monday night, spoke about this. He went through a day-by-day, the rehab, how they doing one-on-one in practice and this and that. And his plans are, if things go well, today's Wednesday, so if things go well, he's thinking he's going to play. Now, how successful this will be, him not getting on the floor and really being able to run and his win and and the legs and all, and, and a little scared, I guess, you know, the injury and so. So it's going to be – I think Kermit's going to take it really slow, and that's the proper thing to do. And I, But I think uh, it kind of happened last year he had a couple of injuries. But I believe he won't be long where he'll be making a difference. And they need him really bad. Yeah, if you look at last year's team, it was his injury at the beginning of the season, I believe it was a hand, that kind of completely yeah. derailed them. And in the tournament last year, they lost to Marquette. They beat a team like Winthrop or something like that. And then they lost against Boise State. And that kind of set the table for what was coming that season. Well, he's injured at the beginning of the season. Of course, he's been recovering from an ACL. But Ole Miss beat Stanford. They beat Siena. They take Oklahoma to the wire in the champion. It, no matter what happens, I think this is a better basketball team. I'm not guaranteeing they're going to win 10 games or something in the SEC. But I think this team is better than they were last year. Don't you think, Tom? Tim? Yeah, that's okay. I understand. I, um, yeah. No problem. They are much better. We'll see another good test uh, this Saturday against Memphis. Uh, Penny Hardaway's the coach. They got a really good player, Kendrick Davis. He, he was the player of the year for the AAC. Uh, he's really good as a low-max guard. It's really good. So we'll see how, how we do against them. If we can stay with them up there at the FedEx Center, we can stay with them and and, and maybe pull off a win. And then we got, uh, I think, Valpo next and the, uh, North Alabama, a couple other teams before we play uh, Tennessee at the end of the month. So I, I feel good about it. I, I was impressed. And if they can keep the defense flowing and – and Ruffin comes back and just slowly gets better, and some of the guys inside uh, do their part and get a few points here and there, and Robert Allen and Miles Burns, uh, I feel good about this team. Yeah, it, it's a situation to where if they um, get past Memphis, that that appears to be the next roadblock, there's a chance they're going into Tennessee with one loss, right? There is that possibility. I would like to see that. I'm sure Kermit would love to see that. Yeah. I don't think he expected to do this well at this point in that tournament. I think we were surprised at the time we all were without roughing, you know, who was going to step up? Where's the points coming from? You know, we're, we're challenged. Who, who is it? And, and uh, we found out pretty quick the kid, uh, Mari Abram, he just stepped up. He, he got a beautiful shot. I mean, really <laughs> impressive. And he's so cool. His face never changes his expression, whether he hits it or not. And he just takes it right at you. He's really impressive. He was a four-star from Texas. Really, really good player. Very impressive. And, and Caldwell, he came in some and, and, and did well. Kermit mentioned that uh, Abram, uh, the second game after he had scored 26 points, the first half he was kind of having trouble and things wasn't getting, going his way. And But he, after a little talk with Kermit at halftime, he came out at the second half and just lit it up again. So that's, that's very impressive for a freshman. You just don't see that, you know. You just don't. Junkins, uh, you don't see freshmen uh, doing as well, and he, he's got potential to do that if he'll keep it up. All right. Before I let you out of here, Tim, uh, how how would you when Ruffin comes back, 
because him and Amari Abram, they kind of play in the same spot at the moment. How would you handle the starting lineup when Ruffin comes back 100%? I say Abram's got to be in the lineup. I know Ruffin needs to be in the lineup too. He'll, he's a great shooter. I th- think it's going to be a perfect match. He can be the two guard, shooting guard, and hopefully he can sit there and drill it. And you got Morrell on the other side on the wing. So you got Ruffin coming down the middle. If they take him, he can dish it off to one or the other. And, uh, it, 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 if they don't take him, he'll take it to the hole and he'll put it in. It, it ain't no doubt. He takes it to the hole hard and they can't keep up with him. He's just a small little jitterbug. You can't keep up with him. He, he, he's a great player and he has NBA uh, potential, no doubt. Yeah, it, it, unbelievable. Ole Miss plays Memphis um, Saturday. Um, I'm sure it's going to be televised on on something, so you'll be able to see it. But I'm not sure what the Conference USA or American um, TV deal is with because if it's at the FedEx Forum, um, it will be theirs. But anyway, thank you, Tim, so much for stopping by and thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Tim Thomas, Ole Miss basketball, I'm going to say legend because you were on my show and I can say whatever I want to say. Thank you very much for stopping by, and I look forward to talking to you next week, man. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.